Fresh off the Super Bowl, welcome back to Fourth and Twenty. Yo, yo, what's up? I didn't. Um, uh, last week was our first episode, guys, of this, and I didn't smoke, which is I don't know. What? I had I have to smoke now, oh. dude. So I'm smoking now, dude. Wow. <laughs> but let's uh, what's going on, Luds? Not much, it's man. Not, yeah, yeah. Coming fresh off the Super Bowl, boys. I uh, hope you guys so, had a good Super Bowl Sunday. You know, it was yeah. fun. <laughs> It was fun, dude. I had a real good time. Let's uh, let's just get into it, dude. I was wrong. I thought, you know, I was. I thought I took the Bengals. I thought their momentum was gonna go. And bro, you weren't too wrong though. Very close. <laughs> that was close, man. Yeah, was it was. Yeah, uh, what'd you guys think? B, you want you want you want to take the helm first, dude? I was uh, very happy for Matt Stafford first and foremost. Happy to see him get a ring. Um, but gr- great game, man. Uh, very competitive. Uh, a little controversy with a. Uh, a no call flag on T Higgins with a face mask that and Jalen Ramsey. Crazy dude. And then I know the Bengals fans are ha- unhappy as well with a very controversial pass interference on Logan Wilson on third down, which gave the Rams a fresh set of downs. And eventually, Cooper Cup caught the game winning touchdown. But but back and forth all game. I mean, this was such a, a great playoffs. I mean, it was just just a cherry on top. The Super Bowl was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The flags, the are uh, the no throw. The flags was a little disappointing, but at the same time, it's kind of like basketball. Sometimes it's kind of nice just to let let the players play, man. Stop yeah. throwing the flag so much. But but when you have an obvious call like that, like come on, you know. But yeah, it was fun game. Uh, it was competitive. It was close. What yeah. do you guys think about them not double teaming Cooper Cup there at the end? You guys on think the la- that- on the last play? Yeah, like. I don't know. I mean, I didn't. I, like I said, like I'm not. You know, no, my X's and O's. The guy's a monster, ones. dude. I don't think it would even he's, matter if they had two guys on him. To be honest, right. the, the guys had what, what it was the best stati- statistical season a wide receivers had at what since ever. Yeah, yeah, it was ever. unbelievable, dude. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Dude's a monster, bro. I just feel like that. Um, those flags when remember they threw like three flags in a row. I'm like, these dudes are gonna keep. Keep uh, doing passing. They're not going to let them in that end zone. No, they, right. they, they they get beat. They're doing. They're they're, they're pulling on them or they're yanking on them. Right? Honestly, like, smart. Oh. I mean, like, yeah, the guy was unbelievable. Your, you know, your game's over. I was at the thing where the people are just like, just let them score. Give yourself a minute and a half left. Well, I, Burrow actually did have enough time, bro. Just that you know he Plenty couldn't get any his own. I mean, two timeouts for his O line. Two timeouts yeah. too. Yeah. Aaron Donald, man, the, you know, big time players make big time plays. Yeah, I can't believe he's uh, looking to retire, dude. I mean, he's a monster, bro, and he's—I guess he's been in the league for what seven years. I don't think he's yeah. retiring. Yeah. I don't think he's retiring. I mean, it, I, I would yeah, understand I if he it. did. What What more does he have to accomplish in this league? Yeah, now thirty years super- old. It's only thirty years I, but, old. I mean, bro, I think he's but, got a couple more good years in him. They're still going to have Stafford. But for what? Yeah, for what? So, so he so he can maybe a couple uh, rings. Continue a couple rings or a couple more notches of CTE, man. I think I love guys who do that. I love yeah. guys who step away from the game with meat still on the bone. Yeah. If if you did, if you you got your Super Bowl ring, he's already won Defensive <laughs> Player of the Year. He's been first team All Pro. He's, he's he's literally done everything you could accomplish in this league. I think if he wants to retire, I mean, it, obviously, going for another ring. I don't, I don't blame him, but. If you retire, man, good for him. 
Is his contract up? Or is, no. Because he's still under contract for, what, a couple of years? Yeah, least. for sure. So who knows? But yeah. you got to think, dude, being like, it'd be one thing, you know, you know, even, even, even quarterbacks take brutal hits, bro. But I mean, being a defensive lineman, bro, you know, he's just banged up. He's double team. Yes. Yeah, double team. Man. Almost every play. Yeah, man. You know, he's probably just like, fuck this, man. I just, you know, like I have, my, I'm like, I'm definitely a first ballot hall of famer. There's no yeah. fucking question. Oh yeah. That. You know, like, you know, I have, you know, like my name is going to be around for history. You know, you know these wives, bro. These wives are just like, that's true too. That's true. Good point, Deli. How many years has he been in the league now? When did he get in? Has it been like six, seven years now in the league? Eight? I think eight, eight max. But yeah, for sure, he's still, he's still. Um, I would say in his prime. For sure. I mean, I mean, it's kind of hard to walk away when you know you're still dominant. You know, I mean. I don't know. Just coming off a Super Bowl high, maybe he's just thinking that. But give it another month. I, right. I think when he sits down, everything kind of settles. I think maybe he'll. I think he'll want to come back. I know Andrew Whitworth is definitely retiring their left tackle. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. good for him, man. He got a Super Bowl. He's the oldest guy in the league. Obviously, Crazy. only yeah. since Brady retired. But I was happy held his own. Held yeah. his own too. So third highest um, offensive pa- uh, pro football grade during the Super. Oh. I saw the ratings. It was like Cooper Cup was number one. I think Stafford was two and Whitworth was three. So yeah, they, he he played great. Um, Matt Stafford, I want to ask you guys: Is Richard Sherman came on and caused some stir saying he's not a Hall of Famer? And I kind of like right now: Is he a Hall of Famer? I don't think so. No, no. I'd have to look at his numbers. I haven't looked at like his career numbers. To be fair, you know, um, I mean the guy's been pretty impressive when he when he's healthy and I mean he's been on a bad team. He's been on a bad team for years, but he he did have Calvin Johnson that's made him look great. He's had Cooter Cooper Cup that's made him look great. Right. But um, you know, he's he's kind of one of those guys coming into the league that had that sidearm. He was able to to throw that sidearm pass, and you didn't see a lot of that, you know, until you know, you see it a lot now, but like back then when he came in the league, it was like kind of like, whoa, now you see Mahomes flipping it sidearm. Right. And, but I mean, you, you guys see... saw the picture with Kershaw and, uh, did you guys see the Clayton Kershaw yeah. and Matt Stafford picture in Little League? So, you know, he played it's baseball. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Stafford, Stafford's impressive, man. I don't, I think he's a very good quarterback. I, I'm happy to see him get a Super Bowl and not to get too off topic, guys. Sorry, but to get back on the, the main question. I think he has a chance because I still I, think he's going to play a couple I, years. And uh, he, I knew it, I knew it, and I, I wasn't sure. Yeah. So I had to look, look it up. I'm pretty sure he's below 500 in his win loss record. I mean, I mean yeah, he played for a bad yeah. team, man. I, bro, bad. I mean, but yeah, I, yeah they they were for years, really bad, but yeah, but some of that's on him. Yeah, it's true. I mean, yeah, he still did have Megatron for a couple of years. You know, prime prime time Megatron. Even though that you know he didn't really have too much other shit around. They had but. that one good year, that good run with uh, Jim. Um, uh, who's, who's the head coach? Not Caldwell. Caldwell? No, no, no. Uh, Jim Zorn? No, he's defensive guy. Uh, it's uh, he was jacked. Yeah, I'm sure they, they uh, had Harbaugh. Good, they had Harbaugh was no. jacked up when they beat the Lions that year, and he kind of slapped his hand, bro, when they were going running into the locker room. You know what's funny? I do know the guy you're talking Jim, about. Jim, uh, a, a Buzz Lightyear. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yes, him, him. <laughs> dude, him. They had a good team that year, dude. They were they started off like five and zero. Oh. Uh, I mean, they, the Lions had a couple good years there with with uh, that was the tra- year that was um one of Tony Romo's uh that's uh when when Tony Romo won like one of his only playoff games the yeah. Cowboys went to Detroit Detroit hosted the playoff game the Cowboys went there <laughs> yeah. um and Romo actually beat him nice 
what would be okay? So, in, as far as like Hall of Fame, how many Super Bowls would it take for you to be automatic Hall of Fame? Two. I mean, if you want another one, I think so. Know, yeah, think right. Eli Manning's a Hall of Famer. I mean, yeah, Eli's a Hall of Famer. Then, yeah. I think oh, too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for sure he's all. He threw a lot you of know, picks. I just, I'm just thinking of you know, like I mean, because there's a lot of quarters that have won, a one Super Bowl, like Brad Johnson, you know, and Nick Foles and stuff. Like, are they Hall of Famers? You know what I mean? <laughs> no, absolutely exactly. Not. You know, with you know um, Flacco. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's just that's like, true. You know, so I don't know, I don't know, but you know what? I tell you what, Matt Stafford did prove my ass wrong because. I didn't think I, everyone was telling me how great he was, how great he was. I'm like, he wasn't that good for fucking Detroit, and he fucking came out, bro, and he could show you how fucking really good he really is. Put up some numbers, man. He uh, yeah, got just got in a good offense. I mean, Sean McVay is a, a genius. Uh, Jim Schwartz. I was say Schwartz. he's looking something yeah. up. Yeah, I'm looking yes. something face. Yeah, yeah. Jim Schwartz, dude. Yeah, Jim they had Schwartz. a good team that year. You know, uh, they had. I think Indomitian Sue was like in his prime. Yeah, they had a squad. Uh, yeah. So who's the guy on the NFL team? Network now? Burleson. Burleson. He, Nate Burleson, I Nate think. Burleson, yeah. He was there. Uh Megatron. Yeah. yeah. So I want what about what about on the on, on, on the other side, bro? You guys think that um, you know, even Burrow losing this game, I don't think it's gonna hurt his, you know, career at all as far as like, no. you know, he lost, yeah. you know, He'll get know a Yeah. Yeah, he's. I mean, it's just like I know how hard it is this, how hard it's going to be to get back in the Super Bowl in the AFC. It's going to yes, be it super is. fucking hard. But yeah. I feel like they, I feel like that the Bengals, man. I don't know. I, I hope, hopefully, Burrow does get back there. I like this. It just sucks. There's so many quarterbacks in that AFC that I actually like. Go ahead, B. He did not play well. I think no. that needs to be said. I don't want to beat up on the kid. If you take away that 75-yard touchdown pass to T. Higgins, which should have never happened because it was clearly an offensive pass interference. He threw for under 200 yards. A lot oh. of that was he was under duress the whole game. Exactly. Um, they, he was sacked. He was tied. He tied Roger Staubach for the most uh, times being sacked in a Super Bowl game. I think it was seven. Huh. Um, but he didn't play well, man. Um, you know, the, I, I, for some reason, the the way that everyone fell in love with him, it kind of I, I'm not a hater. I like Joe Burrow, but I think it was like too high of praise. Like it wasn't like Joe Burrow played amazing these past four weeks. He played pretty good, mm-hmm. and his whole team played pretty good. But for some reason, I, I was I, there's so so much praise w- was thrown on him, and it, it well deserved. But I I just don't think he had this crazy like Patrick Mahomes type of run to the Super Bowl. You know, it's crazy that you say that too, because like when you think about it, people act like. Joe Burrow and I can't I can't say like I wasn't one that, that you know bought into the hype and shit, but people act like he steamrolled over these teams in the fucking playoffs when they barely squeaked by, like they barely won those games. Those they games are so beat, close. They barely beat the Raiders, and the officiating crew was so bad in that Raiders game they <laughs> yeah. were banned from officiating any other playoff. Games. That's crazy. You know? I think so, it's more of a the swag that yes. Burrow brings. That the it's the it's the. The swag, man. In the outfits he rolls in, the sunglasses he rocks. I mean, the guy, the guy's got it, dude. I mean, he's got Hollywood written all over him. He's got the it factor. For the sure. media is like I like him. The media is yeah. eating it up. Um, yeah, I'm yeah. with you guys. He didn't play like Aaron Rodgers or a, a, you know, a Pat Mahomes or a Josh Allen. I mean, that that Chiefs Bills game was the best game I think I may have seen in my life, dude. To be honest, maybe yeah. the best football game ever. <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, he's not one of those guys. But um. You know, he's no. talented, dude. He's talented. He's young. Yes. Um, I think if their offensive line can get better in the draft and, and over the offseason, I think they got another chance. I mean, they got yeah. wideouts that for days. But anyways, yeah, I think uh, I'm with you guys. Um, 
I, I think the Rams definitely deserved it. Uh, they, they, they had a tougher road, I Bro. think, too. I mean, just <laughs> let's, a lot first of all, let's, let's talk about how I got fucked when um, I mean, I, 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 I hope I hope he's all right and all that stuff. But when um, OBJ went down, man, I was winning yeah. 81 bucks. I kept climbing because I had him as my top yeah. guy. Handle. He kept yeah. on oh, man, man. And I was I, I, he, he, he was rocking. I think I think if he would have played the whole game that he probably would have been the MVP. I agree. Yeah, were, yeah. were any of you guys kind of tired of the camera view on him the whole freaking game? Like, yeah, two hundred thousand dollars cleats on, bro. I, I, I'm just that. like, dude. I've seen. I mean, I get he's hurt. Two hundred grand, bro. Being a good teammate, but I just got. I got tired of seeing him, dude. I got tired of seeing him. To be honest, uh, his his purple hair. Um, I I, uh, I thought the halftime show was great, boys. If you want to get into that a little bit, you you're feeling it. I thought I liked hate, it. Hate, hate, hate. I'm not a hater, first of all, but. I, much like the Joe Burrow praise, I feel like a hater because I thought it was good. I don't understand this narrative, how it was the best That's halftime so show. Fucking funny. I don't I think, think that. I don't I think, think it's the, the same best. Yeah. I was thinking to myself when I'm watching it, how are the people on the other side even seeing his performance? Yeah. Like, right. the whole fucking, you know, it's like, what the fuck? They all look super <laughs> old. That's for one. That's for yeah. all. Eminem, you could, Eminem yeah. looks looks pretty good for, for his age. I think Eminem's 50, which is crazy. I, um, you can hardly see Eminem's face. He's, he's got a hood over true. his freaking head and a, a beanie yeah, on. And they're roasting 50 right now. <laughs> a buck 50. A dollar and 50 cents. Didn't even know he was part of the show. Bro, that, was that, that, that wasn't even announced. Trolls. Yeah, dude, that motherfucker trolls everybody on social media, so he kind of deserves all he laughs. Yeah, he does deserve it. Yeah, he does deserve it. But I know I did think it was good and like it was cool. I feel like a lot of people our age are kind of it's like recency bias, like prisoner of the moment because it was like our halftime show. Yeah, you know we're sick of Jennifer Lopez and Maroon Five and yeah. like all these ba- all these basic you know Bruno Mars. Yeah. yeah, Bruno. Um, it's the weekends, like all these, you know, <laughs> stuff that's not really for us. And yeah. it was cool to see music that I listened to, but I just thought it was pretty good. And like, yeah. just every everyone is just how great it was. Like, good, not great. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't feel know. that. I, I feel and that. I bet you, I bet you, all these people who say how great it was, you probably only know their radio songs. I guarantee they're not going to name. 50 that's true. There's people. probably a lot of people. Basically, waiting was a fucking. That was that that, that, that. that album was fucking sick, bro. The whole fucking album was good, bro. You know, it's just like I don't want really to talk about that too much, but I'm just saying, I thought it was okay to be, and I feel like that. People are just like throwing this way out of fucking control. Yeah. Yeah. Mary J. Blige. Jeez. Yeah. No. Like, I got distracted by those legs. (laughs) You know, I'm like, what the fuck? I I don't know who gained more weight, Mary J. Blige or 50 Cent. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I didn't even pay attention to the commercials. Did you guys at all? Any of the commercials, you know? You guys no, pay attention. But I do want to tell you what this what this uh um this girl said. We'll get back on topic to sports guys. I was watching a Super Bowl party at uh, at a friend's house and there's a bunch of people there. There's a girl there. They showed Matthew Stafford's wife and and uh she's like, Is that Matthew Stafford's wife? And I said, Yeah. She goes, Good for him. And I looked at her, good for him. Good for her. Motherfucker's worth a hundred million dollars. He can have <laughs> yeah. anybody he wants. Like he can walk in anywhere. Like you stupid stuck up bitch, bro. Like <laughs> that's the first thing you think of. Good for him. Fuck. He he probably went and fucked her one night, and then next thing you know, he woke up and her shit's all in his bathroom. And he's like, oh, I guess I, I guess I got to fucking I guess this is it. This is my life. Now. <laughs> no, it's over. Uh, they got a great story. The Staffords, they're college yeah. sweethearts. Uh, he, right. was a cheer- right. he was a cheerleader for 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 Georgia when he was the quarterback. Um, Tilly's like way off. 
<laughs> I told the, the story on the East Feast about her having brain cancer and beating it, man. Like, there, I, I love the stat. That, that's why yeah. I wanted the Rams to win. Um, I, I just wanted to see, um, yeah. just for the Stafford family, man. But uh, I, yeah, I, I was, I was very happy for both of them. I know they, um, they, um, do a lot of charity work, and when they were in Detroit, yes, you know, shit ton. So, yo, oh, Jalen was getting burnt, bro, burnt toast. He was. By the way, I wanted to roast his ass because I cannot stand that guy. <laughs> I'm so glad. <laughs> so glad he got burned. And I don't know if you guys saw um, on the, the final play of the game where Aaron Donald obviously got the pressure, um, Jalen Ramsey fell down. Jamar Chase was wide open. Oh, wow. Yeah. So like that, could, that was like a potential for um, the Bengals to score a touchdown there. Yeah. He had yeah, a terrible that- game. Yeah. Yeah, well, Apple didn't have a great game either, dude. He got, you know, oh, bro. I've had so many memes. People, I've had so many yeah. memes on hate, that guy, bro. Hate Eli Apple. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll send you guys some. Yeah, dude, that's funny. But uh, yeah, man. Um, you know, I mean, I don't really don't got anything else. I'm um, Super Bowl as far as you know. It's pretty much a boring game for me until the end there. You know, but yeah, it was competitive. Not not the most exciting game, but yeah, certainly competitive down to the last minute, which is what we all wanted. Um. Yeah, I, th- I think that pretty much puts a bow. And I'm trying to think of any other in particulars. Um, shout out to the Bengals defense for completely shutting down the Rams running game. I didn't expect that. Yeah, yeah, I was I was crazy, bro. Yeah, they were like non-existent all game long, bro. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, you know, shout out to the Rams for winning the Super Bowl. Shout out to your uh, these Detroit Lions fans who are, you know, yeah. Detroit Rams. I know you guys are huge Stafford fans. So I know you guys are happy he won it. You know, they feel like it's a win for their city. Yeah, right. they do. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, as long as that makes them feel good, I guess, dude. Whatever, dude. Knock yourself out. Because remember, UFC did claim that they're not that national champs when they even play in the national championship game. Dilly hates the UCF. Hates the UCF. Oh, and uh, Anyways. before we get off football, real quick, I did just want to mention that, you know, as anyone knows, I'm a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. Any new listeners to the show, um, Brian is a Dallas Cowboys fan. And Aaron Woo. Nardelli, our host, is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Um, I did want to say, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers doing their homework on your boy, Deep Tissue, Deshaun Watson. I saw that, as well as Russell Wilson. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I like Watson, dude. He's young. If he's not going to get any legal trouble, bring the man in. Yeah, I don't know what he is, Look, yeah. even, if, even, if you, even if Deshaun Watson is suspended for the first 10 games of the year, you <laughs> still give up yeah. a lot of draft picks to get him. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's worth it. He's talented, man. We've we've seen him yeah, win some games. He's so. one of the top five, I think, young quarterbacks yeah. in the game. When no, and no, I feel like nobody's making any calls. I mean, maybe people are. We don't know about, but I'm I mean, sure they. Are. I mean, obviously, if the if the if the reports about the Bucks are coming out, I'm sure yeah. all these quarterback yeah. needy teams they're, they're are they're doing are their homework. Teams. I'm hearing. I, it doesn't necessarily I'm, mean they're gonna like come out and really try to sign him, right? Or, you know. I'm sure a lot of that shit's kept hush us because of his legal trouble, but he's definitely getting talked to people. Yeah. You know what I mean? I would hope. I mean, he's talented. Yeah. Fuck yeah, he's talented. Guy likes I mean, to get he's... a hand job here and there. What's the big deal? You know? As do I. <laughs> right? As do I, dude. Yeah. Oh, 60 on the table. You're ready to roll, dude. Those bitches already know <laughs> the fucking drill, dude. <laughs> but, but yeah, I think as as uh, as free agency gets closer, like I don't think the official league calendar starts until like March. But yeah, like about a month from now, we can start talking about the free agents that are um, getting signed. Talk about the mock drafts. I'm, the mock drafts are already coming out. So yeah, it'll it'll be fun to uh, dabble into the NFL offseason as the spring uh, comes into fold. It's gonna be a good offseason. It's gonna be a fun offseason. But uh, I'm ready to hear you nerd out about the UFC, dude. Oh, you know I'm ready. You know I'm ready. Guys, if you guys are UFC fans, you're going to love it. Brian is – this is his favorite thing to do, and I love listening to him talk about it because he's very knowledgeable in the sport. 
and it teaches me a lot. So go ahead, bro. The platform is yours. Thank you, sir. First of all, I want to shout out Ty Bam Bam Tui Vasa. <laughs> he drank the shoe. He chugged the beer out of the shoe. That's Knocked, all out my- <laughs> Knocked out my boy, the Black Beast. Derek Lewis fell in the second round. Dude, I've never seen anyone take Derek Lewis's best shots. He had Ty up against the fence, landed a combo, uppercut, overhand right. Boom, boom, flush. I'm like, oh, that's it. Not only does Ty Tui Vasa not go down, he comes back and hits Derek with a left. And I think that right there, in a way, was the shot that ended the fight. Although it only stumbled Derek, that told the Stunned black his ass. Yes. Like, he's like, oh, I just gave this fat Australian <laughs> dude everything he could handle, and he's not going down. And then, like, the knockout was weird. If you guys saw it, it was almost from the clinch. It was a real short elbow. Yeah. Short elbow right across like the jab brow. elbow, dude. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And Derek Lewis, dude, it was like something out of a movie. He felt like a sack of potatoes. Oh my god. And obviously, <laughs> when you when you're six five, two sixty five, like you big tree fall hard. Yeah. It was crazy. The crowd went nuts. The the fights were in Houston. Yeah. So that's Derek's hometown. So of course he got the biggest pop when he came out. All those fans immediately were on tied to Ivasa. They were cheering. Obviously, Deli's friends, the Nelk boys, threw him the shoe. He chugged it. As he's walking out of the arena, everyone's just throwing poor shoes at this guy. He had to drink seven beers on his way from the <laughs> octagon to the locker room. He <laughs> just kept throwing him shoes. Did you see the pre-fight on that one? Or what do they call it when they meet and they uh, go you, face-to-face? What, what's the word for it? The yes. Um, face-off, I guess. Preliminaries or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. So the Black Beast, they asked him right before they got off stage. They're like, hey, they asked him a question. They go, hey, where's the best barbecue around here? And he looks at the guy and goes, that's racist, man. <laughs> and he kind of laughed, and then, he, and then he kind of told him a couple spots, but it's yeah. kind of funny. Yeah. And he was cocky. He was cocky, dude. It's usually the cockier guys in those preliminaries are the ones that get knocked the fuck out. Like, I agree. Usually, you know, I agree. Usually, the more confident fighter, um, sometimes is at a disadvantage. But that yeah. that was great. Tai Tuivasa was ranked number eleven going into that fight. He's already now ranked the number three heavyweight in the world behind oh. Francis Ngannou and Steve Miocic. So it's like he, his next fight is going to be against one of the best fighters in the world. I don't know if he's ready for that yet, but that was a big knockout. I'm happy for Ty. Yes, he he, he's a got a chin, man. And yeah. when you're at when you're when you're a heavyweight, you got to be able to take a hit. So yeah. that, I'm, I'm a fan of that guy. Although I like Derek Lewis and I wanted to see Derek win. Super happy for Ty Tuivasa. Um, another big fight was Derek Brunson versus Jared Cannonier. Both these guys are middleweights, which is the same class as the main event. We'll get into the main event in a second, but this was said to be the number one contenders match. The winner of this match would go on to fight the winner of Adesanya versus Whitaker. So in the first round, Derek Brunson, who is known to be a wrestler, had Jared Cannonier down on the ground, got him in a rear naked choke. I thought it was over. I was watching the fight with my buddy Omar. Shout out to Omar. Um, Omar is a blue belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Oh, wow. Wow. So it was really cool to be there with Omar because he was kind of walking me through what was going on. I'm like, oh, he's got his neck. He's out. Omar's like, no, 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 no. Look at Cannoneer's neck. Cannoneer is a good defender. I guess you're taught, um, I don't know these things, during grappling, when somebody's trying to choke you, you pin your neck. Pin your neck down to your chest. And he's like, no, no, Cannoneer's got the neck pinned. The pressure's going across his face, so he's not going to be choked out. And God knows he was right. Cannoneer survived. He made it to the bell. 
Second round, long story short, Brunson wandered the fight on the ground. Cannoneer is the better striker. He hit him with a nasty elbow and almost like a backhand, like a pimp slap. <laughs> and then um, finished him off with an overhand, and he knocked him out. Cannoneer won. And literally, it was a great post-fight moment. Um, Rogan wasn't there. Um, it was disappointing, I think, because of some of you know some reasons going That's on. That's crazy. I bet uh, I asked that if he, if he was there or not. That's bullshit, bro. It was disappointing he wasn't there. Um, Daniel Cormier got into the ring to interview Cannoneer. And as he's asking questions, Cannonier cuts off the interview, grabs the mic. He goes, Dana! And like Dana White's talking to someone. He goes, Dana, look at me. I'm next. I want the winner of this fight. I'm the number one contender. And Dana White gives him the thumbs up. He's like, yeah. Like, oh. it, was, he, it, it, it was a cool moment. Like he, he knew that that was the biggest <laughs> moment of his career. So Cannonier will now face Israel Adesanya because my boy and Lud's his boy. The style bender won yep. a unanimous decision. A lot of people said it was controversial because Robert Whitaker got four takedowns. And that's that's the conversation that's been going on in these MMA um, podcasts I've been listening to the past couple of days. How do these judges score takedowns? It's not a like a be-all, end-all because the way that Whitaker took him down, it wasn't violent. He didn't pick him up and slam him. They were, you know, double-leg takedowns like you get in wrestling. And the thing that I think believe the reason Adesanya won is because he didn't hold him down. Judges like takedowns. They say when you can hold a man on the ground for 30 seconds or more. Yeah. He did not do that. Adesanya was able to get up pretty easily during these takedowns. Um, bro, I have a question real quick before you continue. Yeah. How, how, so how, how's the pointing score? How much do you get for a punch and how much do you get for a takedown and how much do you get for like, like, like that's like, is a takedown more worth more than a, like, than like a, a landing a punch? I'm guessing a, a takedown should be the, should, should count more than a punch, but Adesanya knocked Whitaker down with a hit. So it's almost like a knockdown. So whether you knock someone down or you take them down, it should be the same. Yeah. When you, what, so now, now this part is up for interpretation, which is weird. How dominant you are on the ground. That's when you score the points. How, when you hold an opponent against their will on the ground, didn't obviously happen. if you start, didn't happen. Yeah. If you start grounding and pounding, if you're landing elbows and fists, which that did not happen either. So I think that's why some people were upset. They think the takedowns were good enough to get Whit- Whitaker a three to two win. But most judges had this four to one for Adesanya. If you guys anything know anything about MMA scoring, it's pretty geeky, but Adesanya won the fight. 49-46, 49-46, 49-46. All three judges had the same scorecard. So they had him winning four rounds to one. He, he landed more punches. Right. A lot more. And the kicks. He's yeah. so dude, oh, he's filthy long, with his kicks. Dude. He's so yes. long. Like, Jones so is good at those like, kicks, bro. You cannot yes. get close to him. Like, you have to like reach to connect with this guy. Like, he's just he's defensive beast. Um, yeah, every fight, he barely looks like he's touched. I mean, when he jumped yeah. weight class and he, he got beat up a little bit, like yes, he was a little beat. That was a big, that was a big man. That's that his only loss. That's fight. his only loss, and he jumped weight yep. class. So the guy is talented, dude. I don't see him losing uh, this next fight. Uh, no, can Cannoneer. The thing about Cannoneer, if you look up Cannoneer, they call him the Killer Gorilla. Um, <laughs> Cannoneer will another controversial name. No, another 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 controversial name. Um, <laughs> Cannoneer will do what Whitaker was afraid to do. Whitaker was very careful. He picked his spots. He didn't want to just go in and he charge learned. Adesanya. He learned from the first yes. time. From the first fight. Whereas, so Whitaker fought smart, and I think that's why people might even say that he could have won the fight because of the takedowns. This guy, Cannoneer, will not fight smart. He will throw his body at Dumb. Adesanya and hope, and, you know, and he most likely get pieced up. So yeah. I would say Jared Cannoneer, Israel Adesanya will probably take place in 
three months, so it'll probably be March, April. But I'd, I'd say probably who, June. Who do you think could beat him in this middleweight class? Be honestly, I don't right now. think anybody. I think there is a guy. Um, you guys aren't going to know this name. My my hardcore's out there will know it. His name is Hamzat Shamayev. Hamzat Shamayev is only four and zero. Um, he actually is fighting at welterweight right now at 170 pounds, but he really struggles to make 170. So the rumor is Chemaev is going to go up to 185 eventually because it's just too taxing on his body to cut that weight. Um, and Chemaev is such a dominant wrestler, but he's also a kickboxer. So I think someone almost like uh, Usman, Usman and Stylebender are very good friends and they've already agreed they're never going to fight. But he has an Usman type of background where Kamaru Usman, not only is he such so strong mm -hmm. where he can wrestle you, he's also got dynamite in his fist. Look what he did to my boy Maz Vidal. Hmm. So he uh, he reminds me of an Usman, but somebody like that, an Usman type okay. of character who not only can strike with you, but can can dominate you on the ground. I like that. I like that, B. But at that point, if he does make that weight, I think Adesanya might not even be fighting at that point. You know right. I mean? Yeah, this this guy's got a long way to go. I don't right, think right. Um, I'm saying right face... now, like right now. Any nobody right you, now, you, nobody you think could beat him. Yeah. I know the top ten almost like the back of my hand. Right. Nobody could beat 185 pounds on that roster. Yeah. I think it's gonna be a long time. I think what's gonna happen <clears throat> is much like what happened with John Jones. Israel Adesanya is going to get tired of playing with his food. Yeah. He's going to beat all these guys twice. Yeah. And eventually he's going to get bored and he's going to look for a new challenge. He's going to go back up to 205 pounds yeah. to try like to, to do what that. he wants once he failed to do it. Yeah. Hey, uh, B, what's going on with my uh, with the homie uh, Patty the Batty? Oh, Patty the Batty. <laughs> Patty the Batty is fighting next month in March. The UFC is going to England. So it's wow. going to be fucking crazy. He's going to be in his hometown. England's going to go nuts. Is it He's the fighting. same fight? Is it the same fight as Mazeldov and uh, Covington? No. Covington no. is the first. That's the next pay-per-view. Patty's yeah. not fighting on a pay-per-view, unfortunately, Delhi. But I will give you – I know, Delhi, you were the master of the stream. But yeah. – um, the, the non-pay-per-view events I get for free on ESPN+. Okay. Plus, so yeah. I can actually just give you my, my sign-in, and yeah, you can watch that. I would and really because, like to watch that fight. Because it's in England, I believe that fight, the card starts at like 4 o'clock. He'll probably fight early. He'll fight at like 8 or 9 o'clock. Oh, hell so, yeah. So, yeah, that, that's that's a Saturday. I want to say it's like the third Saturday in March, which oh, would be— Oh, we'll be at George's wedding. We can yeah, watch it down. I think that is the weekend of the wedding. We can just watch, we'll watch it on my phone at the place. Yeah, bro. You, we will be watching. We will be watching <laughs> Patty the Batty Pimblet fight Jesse Vargas That's down in dope. Coconut Grove. Yeah. Um, so real quick, and I'll get off a of UFC. No, I love next it. Pay per view. P and P, they're ready for the best man speech. You, are you ready? I know. Wait, hold on, hold on. We're in round hold two. On, Patty the Batty's got him against the ropes. <laughs> <We're in round laughs> yeah. That's awesome. This one, knockout, there's levels! Omar is actually going to the Maz Vidal versus Kobe what? fight. He told me that. I'm like, dude, I'm so jealous. It's in Vegas. We got to go to one, dude. We I want to go to one so bad. That's March 5th. That's a, that's a, that's a fantastic card. Um, it's Maz Vidal versus Colby Covington, but I'll wait a couple more weeks, and when that's closer, we'll dive into it, but that's going to be the Maz Vidal. And Stylebender are tied for my favorite fighter. Unfortunately, Masvidal's a pretty big underdog in this one. Um, but I already told Omar I'm going to give him a couple a couple coins to uh, when he's in Vegas to uh, put on Jorge Masvidal for me because that'd be a big payout because he's like plus three hundred. 
I want to start listening to that Chael Sonnen uh, podcast. Chael Sonnen man. Yeah. yeah. Chael is will that, the Will that man. get me more familiar with a lot more, like, the fighters? Yes. Do they talk about yeah. a lot of, like, upcoming fights and stuff? Or is it, but, like— you know, you know who Cosell is, the football guy? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he is the Cosell of MMA. Great Cosell. Every, yeah. Everything that I know, I know wow. the sport on such a surface level. Wow. This guy literally makes me a smarter fight fan. Like, nice. I know the names. Just This guy, like, I feel like this guy talks UFC, like, when you talk to CT about football. It's right. X's and O's. Nice. He teaches you. Like, he's the one. You he's think on I know Spotify who, or whatever? Hamzat Chemaev was? Yeah. He's the one who told me Hamzat Chemaev could beat Stylebender. Who's, That's how I learn everything. Who's the, uh, uh, what's, what's the name of the podcast? Um, it's on on ESPN. It's just called this ESPN Plus. It's called the Chael Sonnen Show. I just listened to him on YouTube. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, he he. What what's cool about Chael is he only does ten minutes on each subject, but he puts out like four or five a day. Right. So he gives you about an hour a day, but he breaks them all down. Here's right. just a ten minute video at one o'clock. Okay. Then I check yeah. back at three o'clock. Here's another ten minute, and like he goes, it's it's right. really cool. It's really in depth, and Chael Sonnen. I want to say he was the original Conor McGregor. He was in the UFC. Yeah, he was good. Um, in, he was good. In the early 2000s. Yeah. Oh, dude. This guy had, was up three rounds to nothing on primetime Anderson Silva. He was about to take Anderson Silva's belt, but Anderson Silva fucking caught him with a sweet chin music and knocked him out in the fourth round. But this dude was beating Anderson Silva's ass. That's how good Chael Sonnen was. Wow. That's crazy. Yep. yep. Was, I thank you, Deli, again for giving me my platform to talk some. some this, uh, is it, bro. this is it. Yeah. Bro, I love it. I love learning. I want to learn more about the UFC. Like I said, man, I, I don't know a lot of the fighters. Uh, I like right. You know, I know the a lot of the bigger names. You know, like of course, but, um, like anyone. But yeah, I want to get more involved, dude. I want. I want to. For sure, I'll yeah. send you a couple good a couple good chill videos to start yeah. you off. And yeah. I got to get one of your guys ESPN Plus logins. I want just want to watch that Tom Brady series. Let's, yeah, no, let's. I got you as soon yeah. as as soon as we're done with the pod. I appreciate. You know what? I just thought so. I'm really dumb because I have Hulu and Disney Plus. <laughs> don't I'm not got ESPN Plus with that shit. If I yeah, do dude, the bundle, you have you? I think you have ESPN <laughs> Plus already. Well, hold on, I have, Hulu, I have Disney, Disney Plus, Plus too, but I've never. You have Hulu. I both. I have Hulu and Disney Plus. Oh, I don't have and both. No, I don't they all come as a package if you oh. buy it together. Yeah, I don't have the yeah. whole package. So I might even have ESPN Plus. I think you probably do, Deli. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to watch that Tom Brady. <laughs> Yeah, the yeah. man in the arena. Is it good? It is good. it good? Be like worth I watching. Sure, it's good. Oh, I have not seen it. Yeah, you know what? You know what I'm excited for. Speaking of documentary real fast is the people who did the last dance they're doing a stone cold steve austin documentary Sick. really yeah wow yeah. The last just like his life and like yeah. his wrestling career yeah. and stuff that's cool yeah it's gonna be eight episodes nine episodes just like that. he's in like an actor too man i seen him have you guys ever seen that movie he was in where he put they put him on that island with all those fugitives stone cold? yeah i think dude. so oh, Epstein island god, bro no it's oh like oh my god it's i think it's called the condemned those were, huge, yeah, those were teenagers <laughs> No, how many, how many ha- uh, Happy Meals you think Epstein has bought in his lifetime? <laughs> oh my God, he's a preferred member. He's like, uh, hey, we got four boys today. Can we get some Batman toys, please? <laughs> Can I, you see that McDonald's Super Bowl commercial? Can I get a uh, yeah? I was Happy right. Meal? If yeah, you guys condemned. ever get yeah, a chance, watch the movie condemned. The Condemned, bro, with Stone Cold. Damn. Okay, basically, okay. Uh, we'll get. I'm not going to get off too off, too off topic yeah. in the sports, but it's The Condemned. So basically, he's like, and he's a He's facing this sentence, um, and he's paired up with all these fugitives, and they put him on this island, bro, with a bunch of cameras. 
and the last person standing wins this prize or wins their freedom or some shit like that. And like these fugitives all and they drop these bags, but with like weapons and shit, like in the middle of these fields. What? And they're like savages, bro. They like kill each other. They try to find each other and kill each. It's, it's bad. Like squid, squid games. Yeah, it you, is. You, sick, you, you, you think uh, you think any time in that movie that he um. That he killed somebody, he used one of his trademark lines, and he's like, "Oh, us three sixteen just says I just whooped your ass." Yeah. No, he's really like a good. He's really like a good dude, though. He's like an ex-military guy, and like he got in trouble for protecting his wife or something in the ball outside some bar. He had killed a guy that was trying to like hurt his family, and then he got arrested. I'm, yeah, I'm glad he's a good guy in that movie because he's a fucking horrible <laughs> person. No, he beats his like he got, he has like domestic violence fucking abuse charges on him. Yeah. Fucking, you just look it up, bro. He's fucking. Steve. He's like a racist in um, the longest yard. I probably yeah, ran home for him. Yeah, he didn't even know that was a movie. <laughs> he, he just thought he was a prison guard. My favorite Stone Cold is when he's with um, Ice T on the Tide commercials. Oh yeah, this is a cold call. Oh. And he's that guy needs to chill out. Uh, that shit, that shit, that cracks me. Other talking to Gordon Ramsay, I die when that commercial comes out. When's a, is a gold When's that supposed to come out, Deli? Do you know that documentary? Oh, I'm sure. I think there's just rumors coming out. I'm sure to go look at work on that shit, but probably not even recorded yet. Probably not, dude. You know, I hope they put everything in it. Like, you know, they like make like, you know, the bad parts of his stuff too. I don't want to make him look like, you know, they're gonna do a documentary like that. I wouldn't even know about like, you know, him fucking slapping his fucking Absolutely. You know, we need the dirt. We need the dirt sheet. Yeah. So but yeah, man, I'm glad you nerd on UFC. I'm excited for that March 5th fight. I'm sure we'll talk about it again. Be tremendous. Yeah, yeah, big fight. You know, are you think like this I'll get back to UFC before we go. Do you think this stuff is like when you said like um like they have to entertain, like you know, like Colby Covington and Mazo really hate each other. Like that's like a real yeah. life thing, you know. Yes. You know, like so, like that's not like acting or you know, that's no. not like amping it up for like the audience or anything. Like they fucking really hate. But Colby, they really do hate each other. But Colby's act is fake. Okay. He's not really that much of an asshole. Like he took this Trump persona when Trump was in office because he decided he was a great fighter, but he was kind of boring. So he decided he was going to turn into a heel, literally like like when NWO, like when yeah. Hulk Hogan turned from turned into Hollywood Hogan. He literally put on a cheap suit and a MAGA hat and started calling Mexicans dirty, filthy scumbags. Like he fought a guy in Mexico and he puts on a MAGA hat and he's like, the only people I want to beat up more than the guys in this ring are these filthy, dirty oh Mexican? Like, he, like he turned wow. into a heel. He had people throwing shit in the ring, but like it turned him in a strange way into a star because people now love to watch him, but he hasn't lost other than Usman who everybody loses to Usman. He hasn't lost anybody in like eight years. Like Colby's a monster. I'm I'll tell you right now, I'll, I'll ruin the pick. I'll get, I'll get more in depth with it. I'm going to bet on Jorge Masvidal to win. Cause that's my guy. I think Colby's going to ragdoll him, dude. Unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Why would you put your money on them? Then? Because it's Jorge Masvidal and he's got the fastest knock on UFC. Jorge Masvidal isn't. Is you a just nasty said this striker. other guy's gonna hit, beat him up like a rag doll. The other, the other guy is going to wrestle this shit out of him. He's the underdog, but right? A, Masvidal's a big underdog. That's what I'm gonna bet on. Because yeah, I'm betting that's on. Smart. That's smart. That's smart. Yeah. On Masvidal, right hand. What if he just is, fucking need, need him in the face again? It was like four seconds. Five time. seconds. It's, it's worth the risk. risk. It's worth yeah. the risk. Masvidal was an underdog that day, Delhi, against Ben Askren. He's not good at wrestling. Masvidal gets bullied by wrestlers, we'll just like Usman bullied. Yes, yeah. but he is dude. The dude fought with Kimbo Slice in the backyard. Yes, of Miami. 
Like he's dude, he's a savage, bro. <laughs> or, or, well, I'll talk more about Masvidal in the coming weeks, man. I have so many good Jorge Masvidal stories. It's a uh, he he's probably my favorite athlete. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking a badass, bro. I mean, he's all these likable. all these guys are likable, bro. Because they're just badasses, bro. They're just a yeah. man's man. You know what I mean? Yep. So, you know, so they're all they're all likable. I mean, absolutely, every single one of them. Hey, you know it would be a pretty good boxing match, honestly. At his age, Mayweather and Stylebender, because Stylebender yeah. has that like boxing mentality. Stylebender's one hundred eighty-five pounds. Floyd's yeah. at a buck fifty. Yeah. I know, but yeah, it'd still be I mean, insane because Logan Paul because Logan Paul was way bigger. Yeah, well. Well, Stylebender would have to go to the boxing ring. That would be a disadvantage for him. Yes. Absolutely. So, Stylebender did come from kickboxing, though. He's a uh, kickboxer yeah, by, yeah, by trade. Yeah. But he loves to use those feet, man. It would be so hard for him to keep those feet planted. That'd be cool to see, though. I think I'd, be I'd actually like to see that. That'd be dope. Oh, I'd pay for it. Take yeah. my money. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, hey, but you stick- see, um, uh, Logan, Paul, Logan Paul is suing Floyd Mayweather, saying he never got paid for that fight. What at all? Yeah, dude, because it was under TMT. It was under the Money Team Productions. He said wow. Mayweather still hasn't paid him. Wow. Scumbag, dude. He said Floyd Mayweather's a scumbag. <laughs> that sounds yeah. like him, dude. That sounds. Dude, like is, that, dude. Is it, is it, isn't Jake Paul like suing Dana White because he they, he treats the UFC <laughs> fighters like shit? And he yeah, wants to he's going. Like, these Paul kids, man, love him or hate him, do they go hard? In the they pain. want to put like a union. He wants to make like a u- union for the UFC fighters and like and like run. Yes. So they don't get fucked up, like fucked over. He so. he makes so much money for like yeah. these little. Eight round boxing matches, dude. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Good. I mean, good, good, good for him. He's trying to help you. Dana White's like, cleaning like- up, bro. Cleaning oh, yeah, up. Dude, Dana. Dana's yeah, a like shit, bro. Yeah. yeah. You know? But I was gonna say, um, as far as uh, you know, UFC goes, you guys have anything else? Drop oh, down. That's it. No. Uh, yeah, I th- I'll wait. Um, the next couple fight nights, the I'll go like well, like next week. I'll tell you who's fighting, but they're not big fights. The next big fight though is it's March fifth, which is only three weeks away. So we'll get into that here in a couple of weeks. But yeah, that's that's about all my, my nerding for the day on on the ultimate fight. I love it, dude. I fucking love yeah. it. I, pre- I appreciate it. Yeah. So uh, I guess let's talk about these fucking lockout for baseball, man. This is crazy. Yes. Stuff. So they want. I guess I read that they want the league minimum to go to seven hundred seventy-five thousand per player. Okay. And right now, I think it's at five sixty. Mm-hmm. Seems fair. Doesn't seem crazy. Yeah, I mean, I guess with inflation and stuff. I mean, if you're gonna like and you know, raise everyone else's wages and salaries, point, they don't, you know, they don't fucking like why? Because they they, they make that much money, they, they don't they don't get them get their shit raised too. Like right, no. right, right. Yeah, you know, but um, does this affect this affects minor league baseball too? Right, this is like all the levels. I think huge, that's dude. Look, yeah, you were, just, look, you were saying this is some minors. So, so Jeff Passan. I don't know if you guys know who Jeff Passan is. He's like the MLB. Uh, Adam Schefter of the MLB. You know the, the I mean? He's, he's yeah. one of the insiders, dude. He came out 23 hours ago, probably actually yesterday at some point. Uh, Major League Baseball asked for the ability to eliminate hundreds of minor league playing jobs in the latest labor proposal. Sources told ESPN the league would not be allowed to implement the plan until after 2022. So go back. Um. In 2020, from a royal from the Cincinnati uh, Kansas City Royals, a GM Dayton Moore back in 2020, he said, "Understand this." He goes, "The minor league players, the players you'll never know about, the players that never get out of rookie ball or high A ball, 
Those players have as much impact on the growth of our game as 10-year and 15-year-old veteran players. Moore said Friday in a conference call with local media members, they have as much opportunity to influence the growth of our game as those individuals who played for a long time because those individuals go back into their communities and teach the game, work in the academics, uh, JUCO coaches, college coaches, scouts, coaches, and pro ball. Their growth, the game, their growth in the game constantly because they're so passionate about it. So we felt really, really important to not release one minor league player during this time, a time that we need to stand behind them. And I'm totally fucking behind that. Yeah, like what these owners and what the league's trying to do. Uh, it's unbelievable what they're trying to do to these players. I mean, these guys go through a grind. You're talking about 162 game season in different cities. You're not talking about. I know the NFL's rough on your body, but 16 right. weeks. You're playing 162 games. You get one day off a week. Um, yeah, that's pay these that's guys, rough. man. And there's you know? and there's no sitting out for half a season in uh, baseball. Well, I guess didn't Kurt Schilling did that? He was only pitching like home games or some shit like that. Back in the sounds, I don't know. Do you re- did he refuse the vaccine? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think baseball's becoming a joke. Uh, it's just unbelievable, man. That's the politics and the bullshit in baseball. Just uh, pay them, pay the guys, man. You know, uh, every other league is, but the For NBA sure. players are getting bank. Uh, NFL players, I know they're under a salary cap, but the, you know, if you're good, you're getting paid. Uh, well, yeah. yeah, this sucks, man. Especially, I hope the season still goes off on time. But for us, all of us I know who live in the Tampa Bay area, spring training is awesome because we can go to Dunedin, to Clearwater, to to Port Charlotte. Yeah. You know, to Bob. Bob can go down to Venice to watch yeah. the Braves. Like, it, it's pretty cool that we get to, get to watch all these guys for an affordable ticket. We get you know the beautiful ballparks. It uh, I'm gonna be pretty bumped out. Big money loss for our local cities, dude. Yes, they bank, economy bank on spring training, Clearwater Beach. I know. Uh, all the restaurants in Clearwater. Um, my wife wife works in Dunedin. Not having any spring training games in Dunedin. I mean, it's tough, man. It's tough on the local communities too, and uh, especially with all the prices going up, people don't even want to go out to eat anymore. So it's it's crazy, man. You know, bro. That, yeah, dude. I mean, I've, places like Clearwater and Dunedin will be all right because it's a big tourist town. But yeah, a lot of places yeah, like okay. like south, like. There's nothing in Bradenton, so I'm sure that pirate facility, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Right. Port Charlotte you know? probably be, right? I mean. Where the Mets, right? That's where the Mets are at, right? Port Charlotte, so. No, no, Rays, Rays. Rays. Actually, Port Rays. Charlotte, but yeah. I forget. The Mets I, wanted, I wanted to ask you, are you familiar with Tampa Bay minor leaguer Tyler Zombro? He was struck in the head a year ago or um, on the, in June. Um, it, it, I just saw a story on ESPN um, that he's gonna he's gonna come back for spring training. Obviously, if if it happens, but I, I, I wasn't familiar with that name. Wow, no, no, me either. Uh, is he a Ray? Yeah, Tampa Bay t- Tyler Zombro, the Tampa Bay Rays minor leaguer who was struck in the head by a comebacker to the mound in June, told the Tampa Bay Times that he plans to resume his pitching career. I don't remember. Um, that. It's, it's a, no, I don't remember yeah, it's a story that. that it's story. It's a story that popped up on my ESPN. I wanted to ask you. He was pitching for um, Durham. Obviously, the, the Rays triple uh, yeah. AAA affiliate, yeah. and the right hander was struck by a 104 mile per hour line drive to the head. Wow, Jesus Christ! Just above the ear, and he went unconscious. I guess it was really scary. He was rushed to the hospital. Oh, he yeah. had to have six, 16 plates and 32 screws inserted into his head. So scary. Yeah, uh, yeah. I always do that. Yeah, when I pitch, man, he's back. 
He um he has a three point one eight uh career ERA. It's pretty solid. So yeah, yeah and uh, last year, last, yeah. last year before uh before the injury, he was at two point seven ERA. Wow. So, shout out to Tyler Zombra. Yeah, making his way up. And he's in triple A. I mean, that's it's yep. impressive. That's sad, dude. Yeah. That uh when I grew up pitching uh my whole life, um that's it, just one thing I didn't think about too much because you try not to think about something like that. Yeah. But, uh, Bro, it was, but it was even scary in high school, dude, being on that mound yeah. sometimes. I've seen some people I've played with, man, take some pretty hard comebackers. I've seen a guy get skimmed. I've seen it, you know, across the face. I've, I've seen a yeah. guy. Um, uh, actually, I've seen worse plays in the base pass sometimes with a shortstop and a rundown making a throw, yeah. and the guy running kind of blocks the view of the ball. I've seen a guy take one right in the teeth. Uh, a lot of in- Dude, you know, baseball doesn't get a lot of credit for you no. know it's not a football it's not hockey but uh, there is a lot of little nicks and in, in, in injuries you can get in baseball man that, that are that are dangerous and, and tough especially when you're sliding I'll- into home plate yeah. like fit, you know head first you know it's scary I'll tell you one thing though, and Ludzigan will, will tell you too, dude. When you're on that mound and that ball's hit back at you, it's crazy how fast your body will move without thinking. Yeah, I'm just your reaction, like, how the yeah. hell did I catch that? Like, that's true. I have no idea how yeah. the fuck I caught that. You know, that's crazy, dude. I've had exactly, Dylan. Yeah, I should have got into that too. I mean, I've had some yeah. close calls where you don't even realize you can move that fast. No, <laughs> you're like, no, like holy yeah. crap, man. You know, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's oh. scary, man. It, that's always one thing you got to worry about a little bit is just getting a comeback or coming right at your head. You know, it's mm-hmm. cause that can happen. And it, you know, and especially the, the higher levels you get, the harder these guys throw. So the, yeah. the harder that ball comes off the bat, man, and the quicker it happens. So that's why you see it in the major leagues a lot. It's, it's, it's scary. Well, and especially think about this. If you guys aren't thinking about this either, for a lot of listeners, we're not talking about wooden bats. We're talking about metal bats, man. Yeah, which is dumb. That college uses metal scary. Bats. I think that's the stupidest. I think that's the stupidest scary. thing in the world. You know. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, dude. I'd like to see um, what the bat speed is off some of these major leaguers if they use metal bats. <laughs> like, oh my god! Oh, Mark McGuire put on a um thing where he used a metal bat and he was hitting like six hundred, seven hundred foot home runs. Mike Stanton, oh give Mike Stanton a metal bat, dude, with the Yankees. Right? Holy crap! Or how about dude, how about your boy, the catcher for the Rays, Zanino? Yeah. That dude dropped bombs. Yeah. <laughs> give him a metal bat. Yeah, dude, it's nuts. It's nuts. Yeah, it's scary, bro. Even in like you know, off topic, even in my softball league, you know, I pitch there. They make me pitch in the net in front of me. Because mm-hmm. some guy, some kid got a line drive back to him and he got killed. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Well, he, he got killed. He got killed. He's died. Wow. <gasps> yeah, oh in the softball league. Damn it. No Dude, it's funny. I showed up. I showed up with this big old fucking mask with this fucking uh, helmet with this mask on it. And, I'm to pitch. and then, then, then they're like, "Oh, we we have a net." I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> I, fucking, oh, I was ready to okay. pitch in that shit, dude. I was like, "I'm not fucking. I don't give a fuck, bro." You're right. You're right. You're right. Is this countryside, Delhi? The countryside league. No, it's over and off Drew Street. Where I hit that home run, remember? Oh, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit. Dude, I, my first at bat, I hit a home run. My first game was like five for six. Well, yeah, yeah, off Drew Street. <laughs> and then the next season. Eddie Seymour, then, right? Then, yeah. They make yeah, you put a net up now? Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. Wow. I had a home run my first game, and I didn't get a hit the rest of the season. Wow. Well, anyways, what's out, uh, yeah. what's the next topic of the night, boys? What do you guys want to get I on this? Your date told before we close it out. Finish up with some NASCAR, Luz. Yeah, what, what, yeah. What, When's the race? What? Give us a date. Um, is this, it this Sunday. Saturday? This Sunday, Sunday fellas, the twentieth. Uh, NASCAR's Daytona Five Hundred. Uh, I didn't. I'm going to be honest. I think uh, with Olympics going on, um, it, it, you know, all, uh, football wrapping up with the Super Bowl. I think this NASCAR has been kind of getting left behind here. 
Brushed under the rug. I didn't. Eat, before we talked about it pre-show, yeah. I completely forgot about it. Yeah, um, I knew it was coming up, um, but it's crazy how you know how fast it came up. But you guys know this is basically the Super Bowl of NASCAR. Um, yes, and it's kind of funny. It's always like the first race of the season. It's, it's the like the race. biggest race yeah. for them. So yeah, man, uh, Daytona 500. I just want to give a shout out to all the NASCAR fans. Um, I grew up. My dad's always been a NASCAR fan growing up. So like on Sundays, he'd always had the race on. Uh, yeah, I know Florida, you know, you guys probably have a lot of friends being from Florida that are into NASCAR. It's kind of a redneck state in a bit. It's a, it, it's, it's a Southern, it's a th- Southern sport for sure. I've actually, yeah. what's crazy. I've been to the Brickyard 400, the NASCAR race that takes place in Indiana. Right. I've been to, um, that's a nice, that's a nice Daytona. race too, dude, by the way. Yeah. I've been to Daytona before. So um, because of uh, my family growing up, um, I've been to a few NASCAR races, I've I've kind of lost my way, um, so I don't right. know that much about it right now. But I believe, Luds, you said before the show, Larson, Kyle Larson, Kyle Larson, champ? yeah, the Cup champion. Man, he's young, uh, very yeah. talented racer. Uh, I don't know, I don't know if he was a. I think he was like his second. I think it was like his first, second year. I don't think he was a rookie. I think it was second yeah. year in, in the in the Cup race. Uh, yeah, won it, dude. Impressive. Uh, another yeah, young racer. There's some pretty good young racers coming up, man, uh, for sure. I'm taking my boy, the uh, Unabomber, Kalowski. <laughs> Keslowski. Brad Kalinski. Brad Yeah, Kalinski. Yeah, Brad Keslowski. He's mailing those bombs, bro. He's I like think he crazy. drives that Miller Lite car, I think, dude. Right? Number six, dude. Miller Lite, I think. I think it's- oh, dude, back, back in the day, Miller Lite was Rusty Wallace. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. The... Uh, um, Less fiddling, always light. What's their motto? Or yep. uh, I think that I think like that's that, something right? like that. Yeah. I think their motto should be "It tastes like piss," but you know, that's just me. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be leaving your boy Keselowski light in the pockets. That's what it's gonna be doing. <laughs> I drink gallons. All right, my pick for the race. Shout out to our boy Mark Lagershia. I know you're not gonna listen to this Cluniac, but your favorite driver. Joey Logano, that's my pick for Daytona. Nice, I like it, man. Love who you got. He, I think, uh, and yeah, just to get right off uh, back of what Delhi's picked, I think uh, Keselowski finished twelfth in the Cup standings. Uh, your boy Logano okay. finished tenth or eleventh okay. in the Cup standings. So pretty impressive. They were in both in the top fifteen. You, you guys both uh-huh. pick good racers. Anybody can win the day Daytona five hundred. Uh, right. There's so many wrecks. Every year, there's probably three, four wrecks that take out probably 10, 12 of the best drivers. Help me, Tom Cruise! Help yeah. me! Help <laughs> Cold trickle! Cold trickle on the outside! Yeah, um, but anyways, yeah, I, I'm going to go with my boy Kyle Busch. Uh, he's a shit talker. Uh, he rubs people the wrong way. Talks a lot. Yeah, talks shit. a lot. Car 18, he drives that peanut M&M car. Uh, clean, yeah. bro. I love peanut M&Ms. I love the guy. Uh, Kyle Busch is my man this weekend. Let's go. And Kevin, I don't know if, I don't know. Kevin Harvick, I, I think this is his last season. I think he may retire after this. I just want to give him a shout out. What a great driver over the years, Kevin Harvick. Uh, and Jimmy Johnson, who I think had the record for most championships. I think he had like seven or eight cup championships. Yeah. I think he's, he's, I'm not positive. I think he's racing open wheel now, but he did. He's, he's retired now from NASCAR. Yes, he is. Uh, very, very good career. Uh, made a lot of money. Excellent. Yeah, I think Excellent. I think he'll be joining Jeff Gordon up in the booth. Uh, oh, the Rainbow Warrior, yeah. one of my all-time <laughs> favorites, bro. That was Jeff my Gordon. dad's guy, bro. Jeff Gordon, oh, that was the man. My dad's guy. Jeff oh, Gordon's the man. Yeah. I don't know if you saw. Um, they did the 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 Clash, which is like almost their preseason All-Star race. They did it at the Coliseum a couple weeks back. Oh. They had NASCAR at the Coliseum in Los That's Angeles. Crazy. Well, you, which is crazy. You know a little more than I do, B. 
Yeah, yeah, dude. Actually, now that we started talking about it, I, he's I, like, I, I'm not saying anything about NASCAR. I don't know anything about NASCAR. This motherfucker knows everything about NASCAR. <laughs> he's pulled out. He's pulled out. <laughs> I, did, I didn't realize. I'm, I'm so goddamn encyclopedic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Johnson, NASCAR, Johnson's got the most wins. Uh, yeah, there was a race actually two weeks ago. Yeah, be, before the show, out, guys. But... By the way, Pete, before the show, uh, also said, "I don't know shit about NASCAR." <laughs> no, so I you know. I literally said, "I'm not talking." Yeah, about I refuse to speak about it. Love it. Now I'm over here like fucking. Daryl Walter, bro. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Is he gay, by the way? Is he gay, by the way? I don't think Daryl Walter is gay. I think he has a son, Michael Walter, who used to race. Why do I know so fucking much about NASCAR? God damn it. Start your engines, boys. Gentlemen, start your engines. But, yo, this was fun. I know we're going to, you know, keep putting this only the second episode, but th- this is fun. You know what's crazy? This to, one uh, a lot. I think us breaking down our shit, this one a lot smoother than the last episode. Yeah, I'm sure, yeah. but also we'll only get better and better, man. It's crazy, man. Um, this podcast, just because we're talking sports, I think all three of us are very passionate about sports. An hour goes by like it's nothing. I didn't I think we. I did not think this was going to get an hour. Yeah. I didn't. I did yeah. not think that. Yeah. I thought maybe thirty five minutes. I'm glad we did. Yeah, man. me too. So cool. I'll put it out. Mix it up, guys. Thank you for listening to all. I mean, I'm sure a lot of our you know comers are in who have like the four or five of you that we got right now. We appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> we, love, we love all four. Fourth and twenty, baby. Yeah, fourth and twenty. Fourth and twenty. Let's See you go. Next week. Peace!